that chaotic piece of audio that you all just heard comes from an altercation that took place between Cardi B and Nicki Minaj last night during a New York Fashion Week event that was held at Harper's Bazaar. Welcome back, guys. This is episode 13, your boy First Letter, First Word Podcast. Let's get into this. Now, it's no secret that there's bad blood between these two women, and last night's altercation made that abundantly clear. And I covered this on last week's episode of this podcast, and I said that it was getting to the point where Cardi was starting to lose her patience with both Nikki and her antics and trying to discredit her as an artist and a lot of the comments that are being said behind the scenes. And she was also getting tired of people picking at her because of the things that were coming about from Nikki. So apparently last night the gloves came off and Cardi felt that it was her opportunity to seize on the moment to actually pull up on Nikki and just let her know that she's had enough of the bullshit. And as I understand this, this situation stems from the comments that that Nikki made in regards to Cardi's newborn daughter. Now, we all know that there are do's and don'ts when you are beefing with people. And one thing is that family are off limits and children especially are off limits. And this is where you could say Nikki crossed the line with making these statements. But there's also been a a number of things that haven't been made public and things that we don't know about that Cardi B is just fed up with you know she went on her Instagram after the situation took place to really let it be known why she did what she did and um you know according to Cardi Nikki has been doing a lot of sneaky shit behind the scenes in terms of trying to blackball artists that work with Cardi uh trying to to stop her money at different shows and different uh tour venues and what have you And just trying to do a lot of things to sabotage her, basically to, you know, tie the shoestrings together so that she could fall on her face. And I don't know how true this is because I don't know the inner workings of this relationship that they have and the the people that roll within these circles. But if this is, in fact, true, then Cardi had all right to actually approach Nikki the way that she did, because it's just like anyone else. If someone is really fucking with you to the point where they're trying to take food off of your plate and they're trying to take food out of your child's mouth especially you are going to be pissed to that level as well but I'm I'm a little upset because I didn't expect it to get to this point and I thought that Cardi would have exercised a little bit more patience before actually letting it get this far now some of the pictures that have been coming out I'm a little confused by because I've been seeing pictures where they're showing Cardi B as she's being escorted out of Harper's Bazaar and she has a extremely huge knot. I believe it's on the left side of her, 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 her head, right above her eyebrow. Now, of course, this knot wasn't given to her by Nikki because there's video footage that was being shown in many different places like TMZ and what have you. Nikki didn't land any punches. I don't I don't even believe that Nikki threw any punches, but what I think um, is the cause of this uh, knot that she has on her head is probably from one of the security detail who was probably trying to restrain her or maybe trying to get her away from Nikki and, and her entourage. And maybe one of them hit Cardi. 
But there's also a theory going around now, and I'm going to get into this, and it kind of makes sense as I'm thinking about it. Now, if any of you know who Rashida Ali is, Rashida Ali is a good friend of Nicki Minaj, and I'm not really under, I'm not really sure how that relationship um, actually started. I didn't even know that Ra Ali actually knew Nicki like that, or they were that close. But anyway, it was said that that knot that Cardi had on her head was actually given to her by Rashida Ali. And the actual scuffle or the little confrontation that I posted in the beginning of this uh, episode, they said that it was actually Ra Ali who actually attacked Cardi. And that was the cause for her having that knot on her head. Now, again, I don't know. This is just excuse me. This is just a lot of speculation right now. But. You know, it's sad because, you know, at, at a really high class, if you will, or an upscale event, you know, such as, you know, the a lot of the festivities that take place during New York Fashion Week, you know, you have to understand this is the reason why a lot of these upscale social types of, uh, you know, gatherings and people that are behind these types of events, they do not want hip hop acts they do not want artists to be present because of shit like this and you know I'm a little disappointed that you know Cardi chose this exact moment to actually go on the attack towards Nicki I get it you're frustrated but you know in terms of your career and career choices and career moves I really feel like she may have been baited into something and may have fallen into a trap um, because Nikki is very smart and Nikki's not going to be stupid enough to stoop to the level where she's going to be throwing punches at anybody. This is why you didn't see Nikki retaliate at all in any of the pieces of a video that they have from last night's event. And, you know, Nikki is calculated enough and she's smart enough to draw something or someone into her palm like that to where they can just literally destroy themselves. And I see a lot of people commenting already since last night about who caught the L and who caught the W in the situation. But I don't look at it like that. Now, in terms of what I just said about falling into certain traps and allowing people to let you do their work for them. Now, in this sense, I feel like Cardi took an L because she allowed her frustration and she allowed her anger to get the best of her. While Nikki just stayed cool, calm, and collective. Like I said, she's very calculated and she's been in this industry for a long time. And I think that it was more of a chess move that was being made on Nikki's behalf. And Cardi just took the bait. And, um, you know, we just have to wait and see how this is going to turn out in the backlash. Now, going back to the Rashida Ali theory that I mentioned as well. It would make sense... If that were true and Rashida Ali being the one to uh, put hands on Cardi B, because as you guys know or may not know, Rashida Ali was actually a cast member on Love and Hip Hop as well. And I'm not sure if she was a cast member at the same time when Cardi was there, but I do know that she has been on Love and Hip Hop New York for quite a, a number of seasons. And you know, Ra Ali also being from New York and Cardi also being from New York, from the Bronx. These women may have some legit history. And I'm talking about some street history because 
going back to Ra Ali's most public beef that I can think of uh, with Sky from Black Ink Crew, you know, Ra Ali does shit like this. She likes to fight. You know, she's she's a very confrontational woman. But, um, you know, we just have to see what comes about from this situation when everything is all said and done and the smoke clears. And again, I don't look at this as anybody taking a, a, a W or an L. You know, I just think that, you know, number one, the security details for both of these artists have to be fucking fired. You know, I'll just get that out the way, because if you're going to have two artists who are in the same vicinity and they're going to be in the same area and such close proximity to one another, you have to make sure that you have a foolproof contingency plan to make sure that shit like this doesn't happen. OK, now we don't know what's going to happen in terms of, you know, Cardi's endorsements, if she had any lined up uh, anything on the table. Uh you know, future collaborations maybe would have come about from her actually being at these uh, New York Fashion Week events. But now from people seeing the nature and how she can respond to something that makes her upset, it might cause a lot of people who might have considered doing business with her to maybe back out now. And this is why I said that you have to be careful not to play into certain people's traps, because maybe now Nikki realizes that, okay, if she's not going to beat Cardi with the hands and if she's not going to take it to some street level shit, she's going to have to do it masterfully and, you know, play chess with her. And I think that was a, a, a prime example of uh, what happened last night. And then, too, you know, this is just me being the, the conspiracy theorist that I am. Uh, I always say that the record labels and the record companies, they don't give a flying fuck about these artists. They make their living especially in the day and age that we are in, based upon um, beef, based upon all types of negative uh, interactions and shit like this going on within hip hop. So it might have been something that the labels co-conspired to do to have them in such proximity uh, to one another to where some shit like this could go down. And again, I, I don't know. I'm just speculating again. This is just me being a conspiracy theorist that I am. But... I just didn't like the whole, you know, I didn't like the whole situation. I believe that this should have been done somewhere privately and it didn't have to be shown, you know, to the public and, you know, all over social media like this, because now it, it shows from a business aspect. And if you're thinking about doing business with Cardi, this woman, she can't control herself. So if you're looking at it from a person who might want to use Cardi to endorse your brand you have to worry about, well, damn, I don't want this young woman in my office to, to do a deal. And if we put up figures that she doesn't agree with or we might say something that she gets offended by, is this how she going to react? Uh, is this the behavior that we're going to have to deal with? You know, companies and these big time corporations that you try to get in bed with, they don't fuck with the hood. They only fuck with the hood when it comes to uh, the exploitation factor. They will use your music for their video games. They will use your music to sell their products uh, for television, product placement and shit like that. But when it comes to the hood elements in terms of you and the aggression, um, the forceful nature that people of color, you know, are known to have and can express at times, they don't want to deal with that shit. So I really feel like, you know, Cardi has to make better decisions 
And I'm pretty sure that people are sitting down with her right now and they're explaining the same thing that I'm saying to you guys, to her, in some way, shape or form or another. Because you have to be careful out here. You know, it's more than one way for your enemies to actually take you down and destroy you. And it seems like if this is the case, if Nikki was actually doing things behind the scenes to try to sabotage her, I wouldn't put it past her to actually um, have herself purposely be in a specific place to where that she knew that Cardi would, you know, be there. So this event would, you know, actually pop off. You know, you got to be smart out here, man. You got to actually understand the, 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 the seriousness of the situation that you are involved in. And also it's about having the right people around you, you know, um, I just hope that there's nothing major that comes about with this, uh, you know, maybe lawsuits and usual shit like that. But I'm interested to find out what's going to come about with this whole Rashida Ali theory that they're throwing around out here. So in terms of this situation, I hope that this is it. And I really don't want it to, you know, go beyond where it went last night, because, again, I've spoken about this It's too much divisiveness and there, there, there's too much of a divide within our culture as a people and this has nothing to do with hip-hop right now this is just on a level of what's going on in our society and what's going on with our culture there's too much of a divide you know these are two women of color who are actually out here doing their thing you know they're they have the highest platform that anyone could have if you are an artist you know i say this all the time an athlete uh, any type of entertainer, you have the responsibility to show others who are trying to do what you're doing and who are inspired by you. You have to do better and you have to show them better, give them a better example. We know that, you know, both of these young ladies, they come from the street. Cardi, you know, she's she's new out here, so to speak. But, you know, there are a lot of people who are watching you and you want to set good examples you want to be better than a lot of the negative shit that's already out here that the young people are absorbing you know don't fall into that shit don't fall into that negativity pool you have a lot of people out here who wear their hearts on their sleeve and they don't hesitate when it comes to showing emotion and letting you know how they feel especially when they've been wronged and i feel like cardi is one of these types of people she's very passionate and she's having a hard time and you know for me, the only thing I can do is continue to support her from afar and wish her nothing but the best. But my advice would be to her and her team is that you guys have to develop her a little bit more in terms of getting her tougher and developing that thick skin. Okay, so shouts to Cardi. Hold your head. Um, now, getting off of that, there's something that I didn't touch up on last week, and that was the release of Eminem's surprise album, entitled kamikaze and his album is creating quite the shitstorm out here in hip-hop and i kind of like that because you know i'm a huge fan of eminem i've listened to eminem since i was uh a teenager a little bit before that but um his new album has has got a lot of people really hot and has been ruffling a lot of people's feathers and one person in particular is joe budden now i have to speak very unbiased when it comes to these two artists because I like Eminem as an artist 
and what he's done with his career and what he's done in hip hop. He's amazing. And I also have to say nothing but good things when it comes to Joe Budden, because he is someone who I kind of look up to as a mentor in terms of being a multimedia guy and, you know, the type of steps that he's making in terms of business wise with podcasting. But I have to disagree with Joe Budden's response to being called out on Eminem's album. And I'm going to get into that. But before I do, just listen to this piece of audio that came from Joe. Here's his response. I'll be right with you guys. All right. Newsflash M. I heard the album. And because I think you don't really know all the members that were in the group. I don't really think you know our history. Let me tell you what Joe Budden has thought this entire time. I've been better than you this entire fucking decade. Huh? Can't say that back then. Can't say that back then. But in my rapper brain... I'm a content nigga. You got to say something. You have not said anything for the better part of a whole fucking decade. Wow. Now, that is my initial reaction with the piece of audio that you guys just heard. Um, And I have to strongly disagree with Joe again. And I'm going to say that he's a little bit off his rocker with the statement that he just made. Um... There's no question when it comes to his skills. And I will always give the highest and utmost respect to Joe Budden because unlike Pusha T, he also came at Drake and he did so with, I believe it was three 15 minute long freestyles that he directed at Drake. And, um, you know, his pen game is, is pretty sick. I will give him that. If you guys have ever listened to any of the Slaughterhouse uh records anything that you've heard him on uh period after the whole pump it up def jam days joe budden has been getting seriously busy on the microphone but when it comes to him proclaiming that he's better than m i have to disagree with him in terms of me being a fan of eminem and knowing what eminem can do and if you guys don't believe me and you guys think i'm just talking shit um, I would want you guys to listen to Kamikaze, this new album from M, and just listen to the first record, okay? Listen to that record and understand how busy Eminem got on this album, okay? And you also have to listen to, there's a record that M has with Joyner Lucas. I forgot the name of it, but listen to these two records and you will understand what I'm saying. Eminem got seriously busy on this record and he was literally chopping off niggas heads with this album okay um because everybody shitted on him joe budden included shitted on him with the whole revival album that was m's last project you know i didn't like it so much because i for a while i felt like eminem was going kind of soft and me knowing how eminem started and me knowing m for him being slim shady and having that side where he can just say whatever he wants and he doesn't really give a shit in terms of his his musical content. You know, I felt like that was lacking in the in the last maybe five to seven years. You understand what I'm saying? And a lot of projects that he was doing, I felt like it was weak. The delivery was weak 
and the whole connection that he had with the fans and myself included it was non-existent but with this album i really felt like he took all of the negative press and the negative pub that he got from people in terms of that revival album and he's using this to fire back at people hence the name kamikaze he doesn't really give a shit if he ruffles feathers he doesn't care if he um stirs the pot up and he he, he creates um a whole gang of angry rappers and they're aiming towards you know trying to lyrically destroy m he doesn't give a shit about that because eminem is at a point where what can you do to him now in his career that can harm him as a rapper yourself you have to really ask that question what can you do to harm eminem you have to understand something eminem made one point clear well he made a couple points clear with this album but you just have to think about it like this the hits that he's had in the past right the type of records that he's had and also 50 cent now i'm not going to discredit 50 and say that maybe 50 wouldn't be where he is now if it wasn't for m but you got to remember at the end of the day 50 cent is a byproduct of that whole shady aftermath camp okay that came along with d12 and those guys as well so you know you have to understand what type of artist he is and he still has it he has not lost a step and he's proven it then some on this album so i really disagree with joe budden on this one and i really feel like this is just joe being joe and being caught up in the moment and maybe wanting to um i don't know stir some shit up but then again too i can't really look that deeply into this because i have to also take into consideration the fact that joe budden i'm not sure if he's currently still signed to shady um but if he is still involved and he's a part of this deal with shady records then this to me might not be anything more than just a way to um promote his man's uh album you know because beef and controversy sells and i don't know the type of relationship that him and eminem have they might be cool as a motherfucking fan with each other and we don't know anything but it might just be a marketing strategy between him i mean joe and eminem to whereas they're going to use this so-called uh beef or the the how would i say like the um I'm a little at a loss for my words, but they're going to use this whole situation to try to to gain some promo for this album and to give it a, a bigger push. And if I'm not mistaken, I, I read the numbers for M's album and I don't know if this is like um, if, if people are really crunching the numbers, but I believe his album is at like four hundred and eleven thousand copies sold so far. I could be wrong. You know, I don't know. Again, I'm not a numbers person and I really don't give a shit about that. I'm just reporting back what I read. But, um, you know, I would love to see Joe Budden come back out and get off of this whole I'm retired shit that he's been on for the past five to six years and just make a solid body of work. If you are going to get at Eminem lyrically, I want to hear that. I honestly want to hear that because I know what Joe Budden is capable of and we all know what Eminem is capable of. So I'm interested to actually hear where this can go and if you guys know joe budden by now he's very flaky in terms of how he chooses to stay on task and stay on topic he might be on this shit today and tomorrow he's like oh fuck it eminem is my brother and we might not ever hear a lyrical response from him but we just have to wait and see it's already been a few days now 
And I've been hearing uh, through a few sources that Joe is in the studio. I don't know how true that is or not true, but whatever the case may be, we just might have to wait and see. So to close out this episode, I want to say thank you to everyone that has been listening to the show and supporting and contributing to the numbers going up for us. Uh, Big shout out as well, once again, to Anchor FM for giving us this platform. Shout out to Apple, shout out to Spotify, shout out to Stitcher, Breaker Audio, and I still cannot remember the other platforms that we are on, but thank you again to everybody who's making this possible. Um, I had to reformat the rollout for this episode due to the untimely passing of Mac Miller. And um, but, you know, we got through this and I was able to get this to you today on a Saturday. So once again, it's your boy. First letter. First word podcast. Thank you all. Enjoy your wonderful, wonderful weekend. Be kind and be courteous to each other. Always remember that. And before I get out of here, I have to say this again. Rest in peace, Mac Miller. God bless you and your family, bro.